Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. In today's episode, I'm joined by LinkedIn content creator and consultant, top 40 under 40 award winner and digital marketeer Fabio Marama. Fabio and I are going to be talking all about why it's important to be patient but be consistent. We're going to be discussing what are the fundamentals to this, why do people lack patience and consistency, and most importantly, how you can become more patient and consistent with what you're doing. So sit back, grab a pen and pad, and enjoy. Fabio, hello, how are you? Good, Chris, how are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. Thanks for joining me on a episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. Absolutely, man. I'm pumped. It's uh, it's awesome. I know when we first chatted, uh, you spoke to me a little bit about it. I was like, this is going to be a great episode. So I'm looking forward to chatting and I appreciate the invite. Great. Absolutely. Very welcome. Very welcome. Very fired up for this one as well. So um, just for the listener's perspective, Fabio, just to give them a bit of context around yourself, you're a top 40 under 40 award winner. You're a marketeer. You're a speaker. What else? What else is it about you and your story that you think the listener's want to know or would be worth knowing about before we begin? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I would say uh, you got a few of those, right? But uh, I mean, I'm also a, a partnership uh, partnerships manager. So I think, um, I think there's a huge underestimated side of sales and marketing where partnerships has a huge part to play in it. And I think it's something that a lot of people miss. But um, yeah, I think, you know, just I see sales and, and and especially marketing going hand in hand as just such a an important part of any organization, uh, any business. It really, it either uh, it provides really provides the lifeline to the business. So um, I think we can go down a lot of roads today, from you know digital marketing, sales, you know how to how to uh, you know be consistent with some of these different things, and and we can just we can uh, we can chat about some of those. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we first spoke and we were talking about. Um, you know, having watched some of your LinkedIn videos and some of the consistent messaging, I think this idea around patience and consistency was something that that came up, which I've talked about a bit. And I've, you know, having been a big fan of people like Gary Vee and a few others that they talk about a lot. And it's kind of sunk into that. But I don't think people fully appreciate the, the two and, and how to balance them. And, mm-hmm. you know, I want to take it from a few angles today because I think, you know, there's a, there's a lot of ways you can look at this, whether it's something that you want to start, whether it be a new hobby or a new diet or even a business or just building a case for change for something in your life, whatever that may be. I think this topic mm-hmm. and what we can talk through, can, people can apply in many different ways depending on what they're looking to do. Totally. Couldn't agree more. So... First of all, you know, this is probably what a lot of people are thinking when they're listening to this. Why is it important to have patience and consistency in anything above of what we've just talked about there? Yeah, I think you have to have uh, patience and consistency. I think where, um, and I don't know what, I don't know why, but uh, it's, I'm I'm a millennial. So, uh, uh, you know, I'm 28, so I'm on the higher end. But um, I think with sort of the Gen Y millennial generation, for example, um, you know, we live in a, a, a now society where we want things quickly. We want things done today. We don't want to wait for them. Um, but I think it's just not realistic. And I think that's where we need to give sort of that younger generation of leaders a good, uh, a good picture of, of, of reality that, you know, things don't come overnight and you do got to work hard for them and you got to be patient with them. You just have to keep, um, keep plugging away. And that's where sometimes consistency, whether it's, you know, you're, you're, you're in a job search and you're looking in your career uh, or you're looking to start a business or you even have a hobby and you're trying to get better at it. Um, I think that's where it's, it's, 
it's so important to have that patience and that consistency because then you get better at it. Then over time you start seeing results and, um, and it's not always easy to sell someone on an idea of, Oh, you know, if you start something now in a year's time, you're going to, you're going to start seeing results. Mm. <laughs> like people are like, Oh, you know what? Like, uh, maybe I'll try something, you know, it's going to maybe be a little bit quicker for me. And I just think that's, again, that's not realistic. And so giving, um, you know, it doesn't matter what you do. Um, if you have a good picture of, of the expectation of what you're about to jump into, but if you enjoy it enough, I think if you enjoy it enough, um, you, you will gladly go through that process of knowing that you're going to start off and you're not going to maybe get as much results um, until you until you really start getting going. And then it starts getting fun. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a there's a balance here. Like, for example, you mentioned there, if you're told something is going to take a year, the reason mm-hmm. why consistency is important is that sometimes people think, oh, well, if it's going to take a year, you know, I don't need to take it that seriously. Maybe I can start off quite slow. But mm-hmm. that is, you know, for example, if it's going to take a year, that is you going intense. So in the long run, you've <laughs> got to be patient. But in the short run, you've got to be speed. You've got to work on things in the meantime. And I think people think, oh, I can take my foot off the gas because, you know, I'm not, for example, um, going to change my body type for four months or my business isn't going to really start making money until like 18 months, 24 months. But if you take that mindset, and it'll probably be double or triple that before it actually comes true if you aren't going to be consistent in the short run. Yep. Yeah, I think, and you even talked about it there, like even like losing weight, for example, you know, I think mm. that's where one of the biggest things is people obviously want the result quicker. Yeah. Um, and there's obviously no magic pill, but I think that's where, um, I think that's where you have to play the long game. And then I think there's so many factors that come into that. That's why, um, you know, there's coaches out there. That's why there's people that, ha- that can keep you accountable because, um, you, know, you look at the best sports teams, you look at, um, you know, the, you know, the, the best teams, even France that just won the world cup. Like, I think that's where you look at, um, the top teams uh, that win championships and they have a good coach They have somebody who's guiding them along. And, you know, sometimes for, for our own, you know, with, with just ourselves, we can definitely be disheartened when we're not seeing results sometimes, and knowing that if we continue on this path, we will. So I think that's where, you know, you need a coach or someone that can help keep you accountable or even a partner to help keep you accountable to, um, you know, the goal that you've set out for yourself. Because um, I think that's where, you know, coaches, for example, come in so handy. And that's where, you know, when you're when you're trying to, to get fit or get in better shape, that's when, you know, you have, you know, that um, that personal trainer, that personal coach, that can fitness coach that can help spur you on and be like, listen, I know you, you probably wanted to lose this much by now, but you know what? Your body's taking time to adjust, just keep going. And then you're going to start seeing results and you just got to stick with it. I think that's the same thing with, with a lot of different things. You just, um, people just quit so early. That's one of the biggest things people just give up. And, um, I think that's where if you have the right perspective on consistency and the right perspective on patience, you're going to sit back in a year's time and you're going to look back at day one and you're going to smile and be like, I'm so glad I went through that process. I, I didn't think, you know, I didn't expect it would take this, this, this long, but I'm so proud of where, where, where we've, where we've come. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, you mentioned it a couple of times that people might quit or stop what they're doing or lose faith because they're not seeing results. But people, I think this is one thing, this is why coaches or having people around you can help or, even just taking a bit of time to reflect is what you perceive as those results you're looking for. For example, losing weight, people's automatic or getting in shape, I should say, people's automatic response is, oh, I'll go on the scales every day. But we know (laughs) muscle weighs more than fat. So that's not really going to give you a fair indication because I think, you know, 
you might not be seeing results. You might be thinking, oh, why do I still look the same three or four weeks in? It's like, yeah, but start with how you're feeling. Like that's the main thing, for example, when you're losing weight or even, you know, starting a business or anything. It's not just about the output, like the the numbers or what you can see. It's like, yeah, but what's your feeling? Like how are you feeling about things? Because that is as important as the visual results as well as the emotional and the physical aspects. Totally. And <clears throat> I think that's where um, you, you're going to be in that journey and you're going to get curveballs along the way. And those that are really committed to the, to, to getting the job done are really committed to the goal. Um, they're going to stick with it. Like those are people that are really like, you know what, I know I'm going to go through challenges. I'm going to go through uh, failures and I go through ups and downs, but I'm going to stick with it knowing that I'm going to, I mean, for that result at the end of the journey. Now, for example, um, you know, I've been on LinkedIn really creating lots of content the last six months and there's not a lot of people creating content. You're starting to see more people create, you know, videos and content. And um, what I've really noticed is there's a lot of people who are just trying to jump in for, for things like views and, um, you know, uh, metrics. And as soon as an algorithm changes, as soon as something shifts um, and they don't get as much of a result as they used to, they're, they're like, they're gone. You don't even see them anymore. And it's like, because they didn't really have the right mindset going in and they, they were just doing it for a quick, something just quick. And they didn't have, they weren't using it to the platform to serve or provide value. So sometimes, you know, um, things change along your path that you didn't expect and those that are really committed to it, regardless of if an algorithm changes on social media or if, you know, um, you hit an unexpected, you know, loss in your family and, you know, you're, you've now, um, you, you've been distracted from your, your weight loss journey, right? Or you've, 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 you've uh, run into a challenge in your business that you never expected. Maybe it's a, something from a legal side of things and you're like, things, these things happen, but um, you just got to stay consistent and be uh, persistent to what that vision is and get to that ultimate goal, even when roadblocks come in your way. Yeah, absolutely. And a couple of things you mentioned there, um, you know, made me think, you know, when you're talking about curveballs, I think as soon as you start to realize and master the art of patience and also allow and realize that you need that, it stops you beating yourself up. You know, you mentioned earlier on about people wanting instant things these days in the society. Mm-hmm. Uh, the real realization as long as you're being consistent in the short term it's it's okay that it's not coming you know you're not going to see this result straight away if you're not you know if you're trying to build a business you're not going to see an influx of sales straight away um not yep. saying it can't happen but it's like don't <laughs> beat yourself up about it because if you've mastered that level of patience then yep. that's that's what's going to see you through and also you mentioned there around you know curveballs coming your way um when when you're going along this journey and it's about appreciating the the process as much as the end result um you know i li- i liken it like a if you went on a bike ride around the alps you wouldn't just okay. enjoy the end of it you wouldn't just enjoy when you got to the end of your destination you'd enjoy the yep. view you'd enjoy everything the kind of everything that came along that route and it's kind of like getting people to realize that you need to enjoy the destination i'm sorry enjoy the ride as much as the destination yeah, I totally agree. We, we yeah, we told like we live in a world where we live for endings. Like we live for that next promote. We're always looking ahead and looking at that next thing. Like put that next promotion, that next you know that next uh, child in your family, that next you know trip that we're gonna go on, that next um, you know business we're gonna start. That like we we literally live for the end goal or the end result without like sometimes focusing on like the present of where we are and realizing mm-hmm. what have I, what have I learned through this whole process? Like, what have I learned? Because 
sometimes when you look at the present and you're what you're you're taking in what you're actually learning it'll actually help you get to your end result quicker than just focusing on you know um sometimes even the, the most uh frivolous things like like something like uh, instead of building a business and understanding uh, or or even in your career how do you make an impact in the career where you at, are at today in your position Instead, people focus on like a dollar value. I can't wait till I make, you know, uh, six figures, $100,000 a year. And then like they make that their end result without focusing on the actual value they're creating in that present time. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't give them the result that they want as quick because they're just, they're focusing on the the wrong um, output. They're focusing more on outputs instead of outcomes. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just, it's just, it doesn't help them get there as quick. And I think that's where you're like, you know what, if I provide more value, if I take a second to stop, realize am I, what type of impact am I having right now? And think about the present and be like, who am I affecting? What types of projects am I creating? Or, you know, if I, uh, am I starting a business? How many more people can I affect? And then without realizing it, the byproduct will actually be that monetary, maybe that monetary result at the end of the year or end of the next quarter or whatever, because of the value you were outputting. And I think that's what people lose sight on is that's the result that comes from what you put in. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if we look at this from a pure world of sales, if you, know, if you are a person within a sales position, you're, you've got a target is just by thinking about that target and worrying about it, you're not going to, you're not going to get anything from it, but by putting in all the work and focusing on the process, you're going to see the outcome naturally. And yeah. also why this is important. I think if you're looking at it from a customer perspective, when you're working with them, why it's important to be patient and consistent is that one, you're able to build trust because, you know, there are certain industries, obviously certain people listening who might work within an industry where it is quite a quick sale, but then there's others that take time and there are customers that you will need to speak to and build a case for change. And you need to mm-hmm. be patient, but consistent within your messaging of how you speak to them. Cause if you try and rush things with them, it's just going to put them off. And you know, no one's going to say yes to you necessarily on the first call, but you can definitely turn someone into a no within that same time. <laughs> exactly. Frame. Yep. So why do you think, why do you think, you know, we, I mean, we've alluded to a couple of points there, but why do you think people lack this patience or this consistency within how they operate? Good question. Um, I think one of them has to do with, with social media and marketing and, you know, just the, the mainstream media in general. Um, you know, we see and we idolize, you know, the, uh, the Gary V's of the world and they, they're great. They provide excellent value. But I think one of the things is we look at them and we idolize them and we, 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 we see the, what they've achieved and what they're, they're doing on social media and, and, you know, business and how they're affecting the world and speaking. And we, we like, we think that like we need to be there tomorrow. Mm. And I think that's where, um, and then, you know, when we're not there, even in a year's time, like people don't realize some of the, some of the most successful people, um, actors, actresses, singers, songwriters, chefs, uh, business leaders, like some of these people like actually just put in the work and it wasn't until they were like 45, 50 years old where they started really having an impact, like especially yeah. actors. Like it's amazing. Some of the people who made it late and you see them today and you're like, Oh, I didn't realize how actually, you know, late in the game, they truly made a name for themselves. But I think that's where, you know, we, we look at these people and we think like, oh, if we're not there in a year's time, you know, I'm, I must be like, I must be a loser or something. I must be completely done. And it's like, no, no, no. Like just keep, just keep putting value out there. Just keep working hard. And and you're going to find that like, 
you know, every single year you're going to, you're going to like start leveling up every, every single year you're going to level up the next notch and then the next notch. And then you're going to look back again, five years and you're like, look at all that I've learned. I, I really, I never thought I actually learned that much in the last five years, but I know so much more. I have way more connections with people. I've failed in certain areas that I know that I've experienced in, um, in overcoming. And I think so. It's like, I think that's one big one. And I think the other one is, so of course, is it's sometimes having unrealistic expectations um, and knowing that, you know, these people did work really hard and that it took them, a lot of them years to get there. You know, we always see, um, there's a great image I've seen uh, often on, on social media, on Instagram and whatnot. It's a, it's a picture of an iceberg, right? So you see like the iceberg above the water and you see like the results of what people have done. But people don't see that underneath the water, the iceberg is actually bigger than what it is over top of the water. So it's like all that underneath the water is the stuff that they had to go through in order to get to where they are. Um, and it, it just takes time. It takes experience and patience. And, um, it, you know, obviously it takes sometimes a bit of opportunities that open up for you and the right people. And uh, so I think that's a big one is is there's so much we don't see. Uh, we always see the destination or the result but never um, the work that's put in. And then the other side is, I think, um, is just, you know, it's, it's so easy to market to somebody things that work quickly. Uh, and, and there's a lot of marketers out there that aren't necessarily doing it right, um, where, they're, where they're over-promising and under-delivering. And, um, and then what happens is they're marketing in a way that, you know, they think people, they market like entrepreneurship, for example, is, is like you're sitting on a beach and everybody just sits on a beach from their laptop. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like that's not the real picture. So then these people that are aren't in the game yet or they're they're not they haven't they don't understand it enough, but they have maybe a passion for business and they're maybe a young professional or they're a student, they get this completely wrong picture of what it's supposed to be like. And then um they they don't realize, you know, when it's they they start trying and they, you know, they they realize that that's not actually the reality. Um, they just completely lose their lack of enthusiasm. And I think, think that's another big one is um, unrealistic expectations sometimes on ourselves that we see in other people and then the other unrealistic expectations on other people that they put on us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I completely agree with the first point there around comparing ourselves to others is quite a common <laughs> thing these days because it, it is so often that we look, you know, we, you mentioned earlier about looking just at the outcome and that's all we see really in social media. And that's why I think, you know, there are a few people trying to change that. And I think there are people being more drawn into the process and looking to understand that rather than just the outcome. But yeah, quite a lot of the majority of people would just look at it, the face of things and think, oh, you know, they wouldn't actually think how much time and effort they put into that. And, um, you know, I think something else that's really important and why people lack patience and understanding. Um, and, you know, you mentioned earlier about people might have a passion for business and, um, but the problem is there is that you might have a passion for business, but do you have a passion for what you're mm -hmm. starting? And do you know clearly why you're starting it? For example, if it's to lose weight, why are you losing weight? If it's to start a business, why yeah. are you starting a business? Or if it's a new hobby, it's kind of, again, this, this idea of starting with this mindset of like, why, why are you doing something? Because when things get tough and things going to take a while, do you still have the passion to start a business or to be putting out content if no one's watching? Is that passion still within you? And if it's not, then you need to get clear about that from the start and think, actually, I don't have the patience for this because I don't really want it enough. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep, totally. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing, right? Like, I mean, I, you, you, you just mentioned you like Gary Vee. So for Gary Vee's 
you know, his journey, he started on YouTube with, with why like people see again, Vayner media and he's speaking and all this other stuff, but he started on YouTube, you know, w- teaching people about wine. He had like wine library, lime, wine library TV, but he, he loved it. Like he, he loved doing that. And, and he's still into wine today. So I think that's one of the biggest things is he had the passion for it. He wasn't doing it for like, Oh, I'm going to start a business. He did it because he had a passion for it. And obviously it developed into more, but I think that's where, um, you're totally right. Like you have to have not just a passion for business, but a passion for what it is that you're actually doing in business, like whatever it is that you're starting. And, um, I think that's like, that's just huge. And I think, uh, a lot of people miss that. And I had a, uh, I did a, an interview with, with, um, with Jay Shetty and, um, Jay Shetty is, is, is awesome. Like he's been, he's provided so much value to, um, through his, through his, his, viral wisdom videos on, on Facebook. And, um, I, in our conversation together, we talked about, um, so kind of going back to your, your passion statement there, we talked about passion and we talked about, um, uh, purpose. And I think that's where, um, he, he gave me a really, really interesting, uh, perspective. He said, um, passion is what you do. Um, what it, passion is what you do. It, it's passion is for yourself. And purpose is what you do for others. So when you take that passion for what you know for yourself of loving what you do, and then making your purpose how you use that passion to serve others, that's more sustainable. Like that'll get people to buy in long term. And um, I, I just love that passion is what you do, and purpose is what you do for others. Uh, some people are like I don't know what my purpose is for my career. And this isn't like necessarily life purposes, like my purpose for my career, like what I want to start doing. Um, you know, but you know, people are like, I don't want to passionate about, well, what do you love and take what you love and make it, um, and use it to serve and provide value to others. And that should be your purpose. And when you do that, that's when you can start creating some long-term consistent, um, work because your passion is fueling yeah, the that, journey yeah, ahead great, of you. Great way of and it was just so good to so listen to, to how he described the that. point that you've mentioned, um, you know, around purpose is what you do for others thinking about it again from you know the world of selling when you're dealing with customers i think one of the other challenges why why do people lack patience and consistency is just a lack a, a clear lack of empathy or what or their or their perception of empathy when you know going back to before that you know sometimes you are going to need to be patient mm-hmm. with customers and you know that they might be coming for example if you're trying to move them over to a new bit of software or trying to sell them something they might have been using something else 30 years before and they might not clearly understand why they should change or why they should even do it now. So they're definitely not going to want to think why I should go with you. But yet some salespeople will think, well, it makes sense to me because, you know, I know everything about it and, you know, yep. customer A and customer B, they, they're they like this, but it's like, yeah, but you haven't put yourself in their shoes. You haven't really looked to understand where they're coming from and shown them that you understand where they're coming from in the first place. Yep. Totally. I think that's, that's huge. And kind of going back to the passion side of thing too, it's like, if your if your sales team has a a passion for you know that that organization or or what you're selling, you're not selling the thing or the product. You're selling the outcome, right? People always forget that. It's like you're not selling. People don't buy, for example, uh, life insurance. You know, people don't like people don't like the idea of oh, I'm buying a product, life insurance. No, you're buying the result, which is. You're buying mm-hmm. peace of mind if an unfortunate circumstance happened to know that your family is protected. So people sometimes have the wrong mindset. And if you have a passion for that, you're like, no, I'm not selling life insurance. I am selling somebody peace of mind that I know that if something bad happens, 
um, I can give them that call and be like, and deliver at least some sort of good news um, to know that they're, they're taken care of on, you know, sometimes one of the darkest you know, moments of their life. And um, I think that's really important is when you have a passion for either, you know, your sales team or, or what have you in, in terms of what you're actually doing and then how you can talk to other people. It's, it's just so, it's, that's such a good perspective. And another quote by Gary Vee, he said, the best marketing strategy could go with sales too. He said, the best marketing strategy, care. Like if you care enough for other people, it yeah, goes a long absolutely. way. And that kind of goes along with the so passion side of things for, for what it is that you're doing. People listening right now, what do you think are some of the things that people can do to get better or more aligned at being patient and being consistent with what they do? I mean, we've talked about there obviously having a clear understanding of passion. So I think, first of all, having a having some time to reflect on, for example, do you want to try this new yep. diet or do you want to get in shape because everyone else is or because it's fancy because it's the start of the new year or a certain or you're going on holiday like what's what why are you doing this and what's the what's the key reason behind this and actually you know setting some some time aside to think about that but what else do you think people can do to get better yep. at being patient but also consistent yeah i think one of the biggest things is you, you just have to have the right um perspective so if you can get the right perspective um i think it's it's good to if you're embarking on a journey you haven't been on before, so if you're trying to lose weight or if you're trying to build a business or if you're trying to you know, grow in your career, if you're trying to do certain things or you have a specific goal attached to it, um, mm-hmm. one of the best things you can do is find somebody who's walked that path that you want to be on. So there's nothing better than, than finding someone who has been able to, you know, you want to lose 40 pounds? Great. Go find someone who's done that and then go ask them, like what it is that, um, that, that they were able to do. So like, I think one of the biggest things is we try and do things ourselves all the time. And we're, we're so proud. Eh? We, we like, we try to have this sort of perspective and mindset that you know, I'm going to do it just myself and no one's going to help me. And then at the end, I'm going to like pat myself on the back and I'm going to tell everybody like, why, why it's so much easier if you bring uh, people around you to help you on that journey. Like, again, that's why we talk, we talk about coaches. Like that's why there's people that can keep us accountable. Um, because it's, we need that community. We need that support system. And I think that's big. So many people, it's so hard, especially, you know, especially for, for those that aren't, you know, fitness nuts. It's so hard to like, it's so hard to, to stay committed to losing weight. If you, if, if literally you hate doing it and, but you, you don't want to work out, you want the result, right? So you need people that, um, that need to help get you there. And so I think that's number one big, but other thing is, um, understanding, the why, like, why do you want to do this? Like, do you want to, is it just because you want to look good? For example, I'm using the fitness example. Is it because you want to look good or is it truly because you want to live a healthier life for your family and for your kids? You want to be able to do more, have more energy, like what, get clear on what, what it is that, um, this goal, uh, is all about, like, why do you want to do this? And I think that's where a lot of people have an unclear, um, have an unclear uh, foundation for the path that they're about to set on. And if you understand that, why uh, the outcome, maybe like just, you know, spend some time even visualizing, okay, what is this? Why going to look like if I get to that destination, how am I going to feel? And um, you know, what do I picture it? Like, so I think sometimes that's, you know, one of my, one of my um, former colleagues, who's a great mentor of mine. Now he, he's done that exercise with me. He said like, close your eyes and, and, and picture like your ideal, the ideal situation. You're not there yet, but like picture it. 
and you know you picture it and um, you know how do you feel like what does that look like to you and then um, that that can give you a good perspective of now working backwards as to okay it's maybe not how you know I picture myself instead of you know uh, being at the beach I picture myself you know with my kids and, and spending more time and having more energy with them then maybe that's your why. So it's like, you got to just get clear on that. And if you're from a business perspective, is it because you want to make a lot of money or because, you know what, I truly have a passion for this specific industry. It's untapped and there's just nobody that is, that is providing value. And I want to have an impact in, you know, this, in the tech industry. I want to have a, an impact in, you know, um, the digital marketing industry. I want to have an impact in, you know, the, you know, household pet household pets i don't know whatever it is that you do and if you have that passion for it then you get again a clear understanding as to maybe you're in business obviously to make money because you need to operate but the bigger picture is i want to have impact and i think so when you have sort of when you get clear on those then you can start working out goals and steps and the other thing is when we look at goals and steps is you have your big goal you have your why um, but you have to look at um, setting small wins because when you set small wins for yourself, mm-hmm. like even if it's like every couple weeks, set small, small goals. It's sort of yeah. like, um, it's sort of like a game. It's like little badges along the way that you earn. <laughs> I think it's a, it helps you like, it helps keep you motivated and enthusiastic about keep you, it can keep you motivated throughout the whole journey. Yeah, absolutely. So those are a few. Absolutely. And you know, when you talk about having mini goals there, Will Smith's um, someone I, I listen to a lot and he shares a lot around his sort of mindset. And he said, for example, when he was a kid, his dad asked him and his brother to, he had a shop and this wall fell down by the side of the shop. And he was like, you need to rebuild this wall. And he was like, this wall was huge. Like, how can we do this? And he said, don't focus on the wall, just focus on the <laughs> brick. Lay every brick by brick perfectly and soon you'll have a wall. So it's not looking, it's, yes, it's having that big end goal, but it's also breaking it down into those smaller things and if you focus on those and reach those then you know like we talked about earlier by focusing on that process you'll see the overall outcome as a result of it um yeah totally and if, if the other actually the other thing was really important i learned from uh, from tony robbins a course that one of the courses i took called um rapid planning method but um you know chunking is a big part of it right like chunking things out in sections and then um and then uh, further to that, um, you know, a lot of people have heard of the, you know, the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule. So sometimes, you know, what we're doing for how to reach our specific goals, we're actually doing the wrong things. So if you get clear on what are the what are the things that have got me the best results? Um, so so it's looking at how do you sometimes. So the goal is, of course, that the Pareto principle is tw- sometimes 20% of your actions will produce 80% of your results. So it's like. It could be twenty percent of the things that you're doing to, let's say, you know, lose weight, or um, you know, to grow your business, or to you know, you know, establish a better personal brand, or you know, generate more sales for your sales team. Like maybe it's specific strategies on your sales side. It's like you know, there's certain things that we're doing that we're doing that are actually producing the most results, or it's actually twenty percent of the people that are actually pulling their weight and producing most of the results, and the rest is coming from the rest of the team. So. Um, I think that's where we have to look at um, really understanding like what's the biggest chunks of value that are um, that are helping you get to your end result, and then maybe investing more time in that or growing more, investing more dollars on that side of thing too, so that 
um, you know that you're yeah. going to be able to get to your goal faster. Um, so I think that's, that's a big part of it too, that people miss. We think we have to work so hard. And so we have to work so hard, work so hard, work so hard. But sometimes we, we spin our, our wheels doing the wrong mm. things and we're not actually yeah, moving that at all. 20 rule. I think this is another thing that I think is key to being able to be more patient and consistent is realizing what you can and can't control because you know, when you are being yeah. patient, there is going to be stuff along the way that, you know, the market may change or things may occur, which you can't control. And by, you know, getting upset about it, thinking, oh, I'm going to quit or, you know, is this for me? It's like, look, you know, you can't control, for example, if it's going to rain tomorrow, but you can control how you react to it. You can control whether you want to bring an umbrella or whether like when the rain does hit you, you can decide how you feel about that thing. And I think too many people, you know, in whether they're doing a hobby, a diet, whatever, in everyday life, just seem to get so pent up in things that they just can't control. And it's, it's just having that time to think, actually, do you know what? Like, I can't control this. And it's like the big, you know, the, the people in the world, like the Bill Gates and uh, Elon Musk, you know, they have the same challenges that a lot of other people have, but it's how they react to them that sets them apart. And that's what people need to get clear yep. of if they are going to become more effective at being patient and consistent is realizing what you can and can't control. And also, as we mentioned earlier on around, you know, learning to enjoy that process and seeing it as a positive. It's a bit like, you know, for example, we go back to the health example of going to the gym. If you see that as a punishment, like, oh, I've just got to go to the gym for half an hour and, you know, I've got to do that, then you're probably not going to last it. Whereas if you see like, oh, yes, I can't wait, you know, I'm going to get half an hour in the gym. I'm going to do some really enjoyable exercises. Um, you know, you don't just, that's that's what's going to keep you going is to learn to how. It does take a bit of, programming your mind sometimes and how you look at things but that that's so important yep totally and i think the other the you know we talked about we talked about the process we talked about a lot of these different things but i think the end of every day or end of every week or what have you it should be every day um I, uh, so I'm also a, a green belt in, in lean and so like lean process improvement so one of the things i learned from taking and uh, being certified in lean was at the end of every single session we used to do, it's uh, I mean, every single day you would do what's what's called a hansei. Um, so you would you get your team together and you would actually you know, you'd stand up and um, you would go around and you would you would you would really essentially talk about um, what you learned, talk about your whole day, and self reflect on your whole day what you could have done better. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people miss they 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 work so hard and then they like. They, it's like it's just so repetitive then you get up the next day and then they you know they go back to work and then they uh you know they just keep going and they just keep grinding and grinding without taking a second to stop and like take some self-reflection and be like okay um like how like how am i actually feeling right now like how am i um how am i what have i learned over the last week that maybe that i didn't implement mm. in the last month that i'm actually seeing some more results in and it's like taking those small steps to to take some self-reflection day by day um, that uh, can sometimes give you clarity on on, on direction as well, um, and uh, and then also just give you clear mind of certain things that that might not uh, otherwise, um, especially around people that might otherwise be unanswered, and then you can uh, you can move forward uh, again with a clear mind and a and a better um, yeah, a better absolutely. attitude moving I think forward. It relates to that as well when we talked earlier about not beating yourself up is you know if you do miss a day or two or if you do. For example, if you're trying to keep fit and you have some healthy food for an evening or miss the gym for a day, or if you're trying to build a business from you know, the start, you think, actually, I've been so unproductive today. Don't let that day become two, become three, become a week, become a month, and it just go back. Is 
it's okay. Like that's the whole point of being patient and being consistent is that you're not always going to be effective. It's fine. We're human beings. And when you are trying to create what is new habits within your life, that there is going to be days like that. And it's just accepting it, but at the same time, not letting it become something more than what it started as. Totally. Couldn't agree more. I love that. I think, you know, one of the other points here as well, we've talked about, you know, one of the reasons why people lack patience is their uh, comparison to others. I think it's, again, it's just looking at it a different way. First of all, it's you know not just on social media, but surround yourself with the right kind of people. And I've talked about this a lot on podcasts, so I won't go into too much depth about it, but it's using those around you to inspire you, not intimidate you in thinking, you know, if I want this mindset, if I want, for example, to be where they are, then how do I utilize what they're doing to inspire me rather than to intimidate me or for me to resent what they've got it's like how do i use it to fuel my fire really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's great yeah no i think that's one of the biggest things is, is just like you said how you, how you can use that uh, even that motivation and things that you're learning along the way to, mm. to fuel that fire moving absolutely. forward absolutely well i think there's you know some really useful tips there and thank you fabio for for going through you know your perspective of you know how people could become more patient but yet consistent at the same time i'm just um quite interested to find out a bit more about you now really i know we briefly touched on you Mm -hmm. uh, at the start of the podcast but just curious to understand a bit more behind i suppose your story of how you got to where you are at this moment in your your life really and what i suppose key milestones or things that have happened along the way that you look back on and think you know that's made me who i am yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things for me and a lot of my story, every time I share it goes back to my time in, uh, in college and university. So this is back now, I'm going to say 10, 10 years ago or so, um, 10 years I started, I, I joined, I uh, went to university for a year, didn't really love what I was doing and, um, still finished the year, uh, but then dropped out and then took a year to work. So I think that's again, where, Give us a good lesson there as to, um, you know, I think students need to figure out exactly what they need to to do for the rest of their lives, you know, when they're 18 years old and 17 years old. And I'm like, that's tough to do, right? Like you, you change and your your interests change and your perspectives change. You learn, you meet new people on the way. And it's funny how many people you meet that, you know, that whatever they took in school, for example, they're completely in a different yeah. <laughs> different industry. And so I think that's uh, one thing I learned where yeah, I took a year off and then I decided to to spend time with a friend and we um, I chatted with him. He said, go take business, you know. So uh, I thought, OK, that might be more down my down the down my uh, my my route. So I, 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 I took business and uh, loved it. And so for me, it was also making sure that I wasn't just at school to, to get a certificate or a degree. I uh, really wanted to spend some time there. And so there's, there's one thing about patience where, um, yeah, you have to be patient and that sort of thing, but you can actually, you can actually also speed up the, the pa- being patient if you put in more work than everybody else is. So I, what I did was when I was in school. I, um, while everybody was, you know, partying, having fun. And, um, I, um, I spent a lot of time working, doing an extracurricular. So it was only a couple of years. I thought when I graduate, I want to make sure that I'm ahead of everybody else. So I actually ended up joining a, uh, an awesome organization called Enactus. And I built bunch, a bunch of projects in the community, tons that worked with small business owners, helping with their, their business plans. And here I am, you know, I'm like under 20 years old doing this is, is just awesome. And then, you know, at the same time, I'm, um, you know, I'm, um, 
helping uh, build financial literacy programs in high schools, um, teaching kids how to save money. And then I was also teaching kids, you know, grade five, four and five, how to start a business, teaching them entrepreneurship and, um, and business. And it was just like, it was just so rewarding. I got to do all this while I was studying that not a lot of people were doing. Um, and then I really, I, I, you know, even in my last year, I didn't have a lot of, I didn't have a lot of uh, money to pay for my final year of, 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 of college. And so, um, and my, I didn't really qualify for any, uh, financial assistance. So, um, so I, I, and I was working, um, what happened was, um, I spent the summer before, so I did my first year doing a lot of extracurriculars. I spent the whole summer and I started to apply to pretty much every college, uh, every bursary or scholarship I could get. And uh, I actually got well seventy percent of my final year paid off in full through school, through free money, um, and that was because I was willing to do what a lot not a lot of people were willing to do. And so I think that's big too, where um, a lot of people think like, oh, if I build it, they will come. If I put the time in, if I, if I, you know, if I just go to class, you know, I will get a job. And that's sometimes not necessarily the case. You could be really patient and wait a very long time. <laughs> and so I think that's where you have to do both. You got to put in the work. You got to start doing things that a lot of people aren't willing to do. So I landed, I literally landed a position pretty much like a week after I graduated where there's, I still, I still know people that aren't even working. And it's like 10 years later, they're like still finding trying to get into the career of their, of what they try to get into. And, um, and so I think that was a big one learning for me. So I took that same reality and learning into my career. And I said, I'm going to start doing things that a lot of people are doing. I started putting business cases in. I treated my job, started treating my job as if I was an entrepreneur. I thought there's things that aren't going on in the organization. I think I can provide some value and I'm going to put a business case in and I'm going to say, we need to start tackling this. It's not my area of expertise. It's not even my job in my job description, but I'm going to do it anyway. And uh, it's amazing what opportunities you get when you do that kind of stuff. So um, I think that was big for me. And that's sort of led to me into my role of partnership, being a, managing the partnership team right now. It's been a lot of fun being able to work on corporate and community partnerships for one of the largest credit unions in, in Canada uh, and getting to work with some just some of the best partners and most reputable brands in the country and um, on their mar- on our marketing initiatives together. And then at the same time, you know, um, I'm fast forwarding a bit, but, you know, and then even now with, uh, I'm, you know, obviously, you know, we've met over LinkedIn and working on a lot of doing a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. You know, I've been at it for six months. So some people say, oh, it's relatively quick to have a lot of the impact that you've had. You know, oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, I started out connecting with a lot of people and just talking to them and building relationships, hopping on calls with people, um, getting to learn from people. You know, um, connecting on a lot of posts, like commenting and engaging a lot. So there's a lot of like back and forth work that you got to put in or to mm. to get value. So like, you know, and there's just little wins along the way, of course, that happen, right? Like, you know, there's a post here, there. I had a post go you know, over a million views, but that was again through community and through um through connecting with the right people um on the platform and um you know knowing that you know i I wasn't chasing virality i was chasing value provide value and then sometimes just you know little wins come your way so when you just start plugging away you start working but your mindset is providing value then you get you know other things other things come at you in in a positive way you get opportunities that open up because you're consistent with it um, and you know, every week for the last six months, I've been, I've been pretty well posting three posts, about three, three to four posts a week. 
um, sometimes two, depends on the week. But um, now really transitioning mm-hmm. a lot from posts to videos. So in the last like four months, I've been doing lots of videos and I've been really consistent. I've been doing about three videos a week. And, um, you know, now I'm really people all the time are like you're every week you're always there you're you're, you're posting videos yeah it's like yeah because i'm consistent with it if i just if i did if i just if i if i dropped and, and you didn't see me for like a month and a half you would probably notice you'd be like oh where'd he go well because i've been doing it all the time you it's it's now second nature that i'm you know i'm posting my thoughts and you know my uh, and i'm educating people uh through video on linkedin where i think that's where a lot of people just they just don't they just they just uh, they don't want to put in that time and they, you know, they'll, they'll do a few videos and they go, ah, it's not working. I'm done. Yeah. I, you know, when I started posting a lot of videos, some worked actually really well, pretty quickly. Then there's other posts that just completely died. I'm like, you know, well, I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to keep doing it and just see where it goes. It's kind of a, it's kind of an exciting journey when you're like, you're not there yet, but you're seeing small wins. You're like, Oh, I can't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so intrigued and curious what it's going to be like in six months. What's going to be like in a year or two years. If I keep this up, like, where's this, yeah. where's this journey going to take me? It's really exciting because you don't actually – It's you leave that like a little bit of awe in, 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 and a little bit of mystery within your, your journey. You might have a goal set, but obviously you haven't maybe hit that goal yet. But um, sometimes your goals get blown out of the water like in a good way and they take you further but just because you're consistent. So I think that's a big part is enjoy the journey. Enjoy the little wins. Like celebrate them if you get them and um, – and, and yeah, just keep just keep plugging away because that's essentially what I've learned all the way back from school to you know my career and and even you know uh, speaking opportunities. Like I get to speak at colleges and universities often, talking to students. One of my biggest things I love to share messages with students on. Um, just spoke to five hundred students this past year, um, talking to them about like how they can stand out as a student. And you know, I think that was um, again also being consistent, showing up, providing value, and talking to you know, professors and talking to people, not asking for anything in return. And then, you know, something comes up and they're like, Hey, we'd love for you to speak. So I think that's really important where, um, you just got to keep, keep, uh, putting one foot in front of the other and soon enough, good things will start happening and you won't even be asking for them, but it does, Mm, it does take time. Well, you know, some great bits of advice in there and, and a really good story as well to share. And, you know, thank you again, Fabio, for, for joining me on an episode today. It's been a real pleasure and I've really enjoyed it. You're very welcome, Chris. I appreciate you uh, you inviting me. It was, uh, it was a pleasure chatting with you and I hope, uh, I hope I provided some good value to, absolutely, the, uh, absolutely. to the podcast. Absolutely. Um, for the listeners, thanks for tuning in for another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. Hey, people. Thanks for listening to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. If you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes and posts you can find me on instagram not another sales guy underscore in each of those words you can also find the podcast on all major platforms by typing not another sales podcast and also if you want to connect with me on linkedin i go by the name of chris hatfield so thanks again and stay tuned for another episode everyone thanks for tuning in to another episode of not another sales podcast in today's episode i'm joined by one of the heavyweights in the podcasting world john lee dumas 
founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, a podcast that focuses on interviewing today's most inspiring entrepreneurs with one episode released each day. In the short episode, John's going to be sharing some ideas and advice on how you can look to grow your network virtually, what you should avoid when doing this and how to go about it in the best practical way. He'll also be sharing a couple of things around what he's learned most whilst building Entrepreneurs on Fire and any particular stories that have stuck with him. So sit back, grab a pen and pad and enjoy. Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. In today's episode, I'm joined by CEO and founder of Fordy's Clothing, Alex Nemo Hans. And Alex and I are going to be talking all about what it takes to build a brand from scratch. Alex is going to be sharing his story of how he created Foolies, the fundamentals to starting a brand, how you can fit it around your nine to five if you're wanting to start now, some tips on growing your audience. And also I'll be asking Alex what he learned most along the way, as well as some other practical tips for you to use. So sit back, grab a pen and pad and enjoy. Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. In today's episode, I'm joined by one of the heavyweights in the podcasting world, John Lee Damas, founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, and an award-winning podcast where John interviews today's most inspiring entrepreneurs and releases an episode each day. In this episode of Not Another Sales Podcast, John and I are going to be talking about growing your network virtually. John's going to be sharing some suggestions of what to avoid when doing this and also best advice and techniques of what worked for him whilst creating Entrepreneurs on Fire. Whilst doing this, John's also going to share some of the stories that have stuck with him from the guests he's had on and also some of the learning curves he's had to face whilst creating this brand and this business of his. So sit back, grab a pen and pad and enjoy. Enjoy. 